Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, October 8th. S&P futures are rallying about 15 points. That's about 45 basis points. NASDAQ futures are outperforming. They're up about 80 points. That is about 70 basis points. The major European indices are trading up about 25 to 30 basis points. There is outperformance in Europe in financial, so banks and insurers are doing very well along with real estate. And there is mild underperformance in basic resources. Most of the major Asian indices ended higher, except for Hong Kong, which ended off small. Mainland China stayed closed again for holiday. Tomorrow will be mainland China's first day open after its week-long um, holiday. So not much to talk about today. You know, I think obviously U.S. politics are dominating everything. You had the VP debate last night. I think the only takeaway from it was that it was largely irrelevant as far as changing the trajectory of the race. It was a very boring debate. Um, a very pre-Trump type of debate whereby the politicians did not answer questions asked of them. They were very bland, um, again, kind of boring, uneventful for the most part. Um, you know, I think I think for the purposes of equities this morning, it keeps everything on track. It does not change the trajectory of the race. So, you know, markets for the last probably week and a half have ver- very much gotten into the mindset that Trump will lose to Biden. It's it's increasingly likely you will see a blue wave, meaning you will see the Senate flip and the House stay Democrat. Um, and stocks have convinced themselves that that would be a virtue, a net positive, and that it will unleash this avalanche of fiscal spending and drive growth um, and, and and lead to higher equity prices. Um, you know, I push back on that on that thesis. Um, I appreciate for the time being that it, equities will continue to embrace it. Um, I wrote a piece yesterday that's talking about, I think in reality, once you see if that were to come to pass and you get into 2021 and you see some of the policies that are being proposed um, and you actually look at the particulars of what they are actually proposing on spending, I don't think it's going to be as as positive as, as the market seems to think it is. But for the time being, for the next few months, um, I, I, I appreciate why equities are embracing it and that is certainly the big driver. So that's kind of the main takeaway for this morning is nothing has shifted on politics you're still looking at a race that um, Trump is is very likely to lose. If the race were held today, he would lose badly. You still have some time for him to make things up. There are f- still a few opportunities that Trump will have to kind of shift the um, trajectory of the race. You have two more debates that are on the calendar. It's unclear if they're actually going to take place. Like I've been saying, I think he will have to have uh, a negative COVID test probably the 24 hours at least preceding the debate that is scheduled for next week um, before that's going to occur. You have the SCOTUS confirmation hearings that kick off on Monday. Uh, I think that's more relevant for Senate Republicans than it is for the White House, but that is also another opportunity to kind of shift the race. Um, Any bullish news you have on vaccines or monoclonal antibodies, which we've seen now in the last couple of days. Um, And then you have kind of one big economic report that's that's due out before the election on October 29th with the Q3 GDP. But I don't see many opportunities um, for Trump to really alter dramatically the the trajectory of this race. I think the big area of debate is the Senate. It is by no means certain that you're going to see McConnell lose his job. Um, The Senate is still very close. Um, You know, presumably given the, the Biden poll momentum that should trickle down ballot to Democrats um, and be a tailwind for Senate Democrats. But again, it's, 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 very unclear at this point in time um, if McConnell will lose his job. And so I think that's kind of the big area that markets are grappling with at the moment um, if if you do see the Senate turn. So just kind of running through um, you know, some news items, like I said, the, the VP debate was a big area of focus. Um, you have had a lot of polls out in the last 48 hours, 
all of them are awful for Trump. You had some very notable state polls yesterday. Um, you know, again, I think you can you can question whether or not these are very accurate, just given the, um, the magnitude of Biden's lead in states like Florida and Pennsylvania. Um, but they were very notable. You had a Rasmussen poll, which people um, considered to be among the more accurate ones that had Trump down um, d- double digits nationally. So clearly Trump is in a huge poll hole. He's coming off of an awful week and a half of events. Um, and we'll, we'll just have to see, like I said, if, if he's able to turn it around. Um, and then again, the Senate is the big area of, of focus. Um, other than politics, there's really not much else. In terms of fiscal policy, again, the focus right now is on blue wave and with the implications that it has for 2021 fiscal policy. The fact that there is now rumblings where Trump, again, came out and uh, and and um, canceled fiscal stimulus talks Tuesday on Twitter and then seemed to backtrack. And now there's talk about maybe a standalone airline bill. I think that's for the most part noise. I don't think that's what's driving the market right now. I know a lot of the wire services um, last night and then this morning claim that stocks rallied because Trump backtracked on fiscal stimulus. That's that is inaccurate. Um, again, the big focus is on what happens if you see Democrats take over government and what that means for fiscal policy. So there could be a standalone uh, airline bill. Pelosi has suggested she could be open to that. Again, that's, that is irrelevant in terms of the broader tape. Um, but that, that is something to watch over the next, I guess, 72 hours. Um, not much economic data. You had German trade numbers, which were solid, not much corporate news. You had, um, you know, a few, a few, uh, you know, Samsung news out, you had another semiconductor piece of news out in Europe. But again, these are kind of, it's very, very quiet. Um, as we get into the Q3 earnings season, which kicks off next Tuesday with the banks. Um, there was not much to say in terms of central banks either, um, on just, just quickly on COVID, you have seen a shift in focus away from vaccines to these monoclonal antibody treatments. So you had Regeneron, which is what Trump was given. Trump released a video last night saying how um, COVID is a is a blessing from God, um, how he was, quote unquote, cured by this Regeneron treatment. So he praised the Regeneron monoclonal antibody treatment. Um, Regeneron is seeking to to have the FDA granted emergency use authorization. Um, Regeneron shares were higher pr- after hours last night because of that Trump video. Lilly yesterday morning had out data on its monoclonal antibody treatment as well. So there is a lot of kind of positivity around these monoclonal antibody treatments. Trump is calling it a cure. So I think that's probably going to be, um, that certainly looks like it will enter his lexicon over the next few weeks into the election. Um, as far as vaccines are concerned, it's it's very much kind of on track as far as where things have been headed for a couple of weeks now. You have four main candidates in trial. Pfizer seems to be the furthest ahead. Pfizer has suggested it could have preliminary data out before the election. We'll have to see if that if that occurs. Um, then you have Moderna, you have AstraZeneca, you have Johnson Johnson, all in phase four, phase three trials. The AstraZeneca trial is still on hold. This has been now um, several weeks in the U.S. Um, it's, it's, it has resumed in other geographies, but it's still on hold in the U S. Um, and, and as far as COVID cases, you continue to see, you know, increases again throughout Europe and the U S and you continue to see politicians take, um, targeted mitigation steps to help clamp down on, on those, uh, on the, on the infection numbers. Um, you know, stocks have handled it very well for, I think a variety of reasons, including, um, you know, again, the fact that you're avoiding wholesale lockdowns, and I think the fact that you've had this kind of fiscal stimulus narrative take over, um, you know, supersede, I think, some of uh, the, the COVID concerns. Uh, so that is everything for today. There is essentially nothing on the calendar today as far as scheduled news is concerned. 
Um, you have, again, you have a Marvel analyst meeting, you have uh, initial weekly jobless claims, you have uh, Domino's earnings before the open. Nothing is on the calendar for after the close. You have essentially nothing on the calendar for tomorrow. Um, again, next week will get a lot more interesting. You have bank earnings, you have Apple iPhone launch, Amazon Prime Day. You're going to begin the SCOTUS confirmation hearings in the Senate. You could have the second presidential debate. Um, and then a couple of other events as well. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.